Is this in the shot or is this in the shot? Are you gonna be out here with us? Huh? Are you gonna be out here with us? Or are you gonna be? You want me to? You can be. If you want? Let me talk to you. You just gonna be listening. Myra. <laughs> We don't know. We try to make it fast for y'all. Are you ready, sis? Y'all are back. Back and better. Listen. We do this every single time before. Like, listen, listen. We just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but as y'all can see, it's from the new scenery. Yeah, boy, got an apartment. Don't play with no, me. Don't play with don't me. Don't play. Y'all, God has been in the blessing business. Don't play with me. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, he is being in the blessing business. Honestly, that's part of the reason why we haven't been so consistent with this. It's just been so many changes and so many differences in, like, routines and just places. And I just got a new job. And, like, they just went on vacation. And just, it's just a lot going on right now. And right now, we're sitting... Uh, a different routine and we're trying to get back into the things that we're supposed to be doing um, which in fact is this podcast so welcome back thank you okay so we've been talking so about excited. doing this <laughs> I'm so excited we've been talking about doing this topic specifically for like a month we had set up the, the subject or the title or the basics of it like a month ago and it kind of just been sitting on our notes so I really hope that whatever we get to you guys um, helps you and just kind of like um, encourages you and just you know something you might not know I hope you get some more wisdom or just just some enlightenment from whatever we talk about today yeah so let's go ahead and pray in you real quick okay. and I'll pray <laughs> and it's glory. Yes. Um, God just thank you for being who you are to us both collectively and individually yes, um, I thank you for everything that you put before us and everything that you've been working on behind the scenes in both of our lives yes, God. Um, I pray during this podcast that anything that is said it touch the hearts of your people God I pray that um, we both become vessels in this time yes, so that we're able to clearly and concisely give the message that you have for your people I pray that as we are preaching to the people, we're yes, also Lord. holding ourselves accountable yes, and God. living according to this word. And um, just thank you, God, for everything you, that Lord. you're doing. You. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so what we're talking about today is it's kind of like a two-part, two-title type of situation. Overall, it's the unbelief for me. It's the unbelief That's what it's given. It's the unbelief for me. Um, I gave the idea... And we both ran with it. Mm -hmm. So we both kind of went like different directions. But, but they both. in the same boat. Yeah. Okay. So like, how do you make this make sense? So it's like two boats, but they go in the same direction. Yeah. Or different directions, but the same name of boat. But they, you know what it is? <laughs> I don't like that one. I'm going around, I'm going on 45. You going on 35. But we're both getting to the same, same place. place. Listen, because we're going to get there. We're going to get to the same place. Yes. we just going different ways. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So we just hope that our my way and her way of best in talking about what we're talking about um, reaches you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like for this podcast, I should start it off because I took the direction the of like the mm -hmm. basis of faith. Mm -hmm. And then faith, he took the direction of like actually applying your faith in what that looks like. Okay. And um so yeah, let's just get right right into it. And we have two key scriptures and then she'll give you'll give yours first and then I'll give mine whenever I talk. Yes. Perfect. 
So my key verse is Hebrews 11, and it says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Mm-hmm. So um, the definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, your whole relationship with God is based on your faith in him. Yep. Like you have to be able to trust him with everything because when he gives you certain instructions and certain ideas that he needs you to carry out, if you don't have faith in what he's speaking to you or even faith in him at all like you're gonna be disobedient and you're gonna fall off literally like it's faith is literally the stepping stone literally of everything literally that's why you said because i was gonna say the same thing i was gonna say that without faith there is there is no way you can be obedient to god's word without faith because not uh, another definition of what faith is is i think it's like the uh the belief of something you've never seen mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. you can't touch or see or something. Yeah. But um, totally like believing in God and believing in his word and just kind of like following his word is just uh, the example or the being of having faith in him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, I said um, in my notes, without faith in God and his word, it puts you in an area of not truly being submiss- submissive to his ways. Yeah. Lack of faith can put you in a position of disobedience or sometimes defiance that can draw you away from the plan of God. Right. Um, it puts you in a place of not truly knowing yourself because you don't trust the word God spoke to you. Mm-hmm. And I said that because in the Bible, God talks so many times about our identity and um, who we are as his people. And if you don't truly have faith in who God is and what he's done and what he's doing... There's no way you can be truly secure within yourself. That's good. You know, I just made a post about that today. And basically just talking about how um, a lot of times I feel like a majority of people spend the, their whole life trying to find their identity. They do things like um, change jobs and do things like, I don't know. It's just you you do a lot through life trying to figure out who you are. You make a lot of bad decisions trying to figure out who you are. And the Bible says that your identity is simply in Christ. And you won't believe that or you won't. You know, receive that unless you do have faith in God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then um, fast forward to James 1. James, y'all, James is a good book that talks about just actually applying your faith in God mm-hmm. and what it's like without having faith mm-hmm. in God. And it just, it's only six six chapters. Mm-hmm. Chapter's not long. Y'all could probably read that in one day if y'all wanted to. So for James 1, um, I wrote, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Mm-hmm. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blowing, being blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from mm-hmm. the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. That's actually an That's excerpt good. from James. That's good. Being blown and tossed by the wind because you don't have faith in God is crazy. So it's basically saying like you, you like you said, there's no sure, like there's no what surety where y'all one thing certainty, certainty. I was like, because one thing about him, I make up a word, but there's no certainty about yourself until you truly create that foundation of faith. And it's crazy because uh, what did you say earlier? You said um, where are you going to? 
into that time fall and then we're giving it yeah, just we know that. Oh, so yeah, so even like we talked about this in a previous podcast. You are not going to be able to truly move the hand of God. <laughs> You're not ever going to be able to truly receive the things that God has for you until you receive mm-hmm. that faith. Like, that's literally the foundation of your relationship with Christ. You know what I'm saying? You literally can't build that relationship without having faith. Yep. So, within that faith is where you get your blessings. Mm-hmm. So, when you when you try to build that relationship with God, when you're trying to get closer to God and you're a new Christian and you're just starting this journey out, Learn to just trust him in situations that don't look like they're working out for you. Learn to just trust him when things aren't looking like how you wanted them or how you planned them out to be. And learn to just let his will be done. You know what I'm saying? And that, I feel like, is a hard thing for us because everybody's so practical in this world. Everybody's like, logical. well, you should, um, well, if you don't do this, then you need to have this. And there's always a backup plan. But sometimes the plan is just God and God alone. Mm-hmm. And we need to get in that mindset. And I've even struggled with that. Like, lately, I feel like, Especially like when I was being in this apartment, y'all, I was like worried because I'm like, but listen, I'm telling you, stay up all night thinking a way I'm going to make more money, thinking of ways that I'm going to be able to make a way. Listen, but God was just telling me like, okay, this is a test of faith. Mm-hmm. You need to be, I, you need to be able to trust me through this process. I didn't give you, God will never give you anything that you cannot bear. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell myself that when I got this place. That God did not give me this place to fail. Mm-hmm. God didn't bring me this far to fail. When he gave me this apartment, that he was going to give me every resources that was needed to make sure that this apartment was secured. Mm-hmm. And even then, I went in pressing forward with my faith and got a new job and making more money than I was before. But it's because I continue to press that faith, y'all. I'm telling you, faith will open doors. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if you want God's hand to move, trust him. Mm-hmm. Trust him. And I also thought it was really important to just give you some tips you can use in order to really build your faith in God. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them is reading your Bible. Yes. We say this in every single podcast, but yes. it's so important. Yeah. Like, you need to read your Bible. For me, I didn't really start, like, really truly having faith in God until I saw it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, in the Old Testament, I started in, in Genesis. And just seeing those Bible stories and how, you know, even though situations didn't look like it would be in the person's favor. Mm-hmm. God always pulled through. Always. He always pulled through. No matter what the situation was, whether it be wars, whether it be somebody wanting a child and they were praying and fasting for it, it whether it sickness. Literally, like these people in this Bible, y'all, they're for us. Mm-hmm. They are literally us. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, written down. Nothing is new under the sun. So everything that's in this Bible Literally, it's like a gigantic rule book. Mm-hmm. It's like literally showing you multiple examples of the things that we go through every single day. Literally. Every single day. And Sickness, I, I just love, fights, I just love God. Drama, literally. I Relationship just, drama, everything. I just love God that he gave us Instead something that, that we could to refer to. Mm-hmm. Because this Bible, literally, it's going to have you set. And I'm like, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is about Moses and how he helped usher the... Israelites out of Egypt Mm -hmm. when they were stuck in slavery for like 400 years, I think. Mm -hmm. And just seeing that story play out and how like when Pharaoh and his army was coming to get the Israelites right in front of the Red Sea, like literally they were cut off by the Red Sea. And literally God split the sea so the Israelites could get through. Not only did he split the sea, but because of Moses' faith in him, he gave Moses the power to speak. Exactly. God, 
God will always use you when you for have his faith. glory. Okay. Listen, listen. So when you have faith and God uses you, he's going to use you for his glory. Mm -hmm. That's the whole motive of you having faith and trusting him. Because mm -hmm. when you trust him, he can do for you and you can tell everybody that God did it. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, like, literally. That's why I admire Jordan so much. Because literally, like, I feel like if we weren't as close as we were, my faith wouldn't be where it is now. Because just seeing how God is moving his life, literally, Jordan got a new car, a new apartment, and a new job in this family, like, four or five months that ain't nobody but god like literally and jordan is the type of person where like his faith is so tenacious like it's like it's all or nothing and i feel like my faith wouldn't have been as strong in god because you know just seeing somebody really working and really putting in that work with god and doing everything they need to do taking care of business and god rewarding them that's just like really important to see and there's so many stories in the bible like that y'all that's why it's so important, so important to be in your word. So important. And also, praying. If you don't know God, how are you going to believe in God? Right. You have to usher in that relationship with him. And, talk um, to him. No, look, I like, really want you to come and talk to him. I've been talking to God. I've been talking to God like he's my bestie for real. Like, God, why are these people acting so ghetto with me? Like, literally, God wants, just wants you to talk to him. Mm. It doesn't even have to be about you asking him for anything. It can just be you simply just wanting to be in his presence. Just ushering that relationship and bridge that gap. Because if you're not speaking to him on a regular basis, you're not going to have faith in him for real. Like, just imagine if your dad, you ain't talked to man in 20 years, and you need somebody to come get you. You probably going to be like, mm, I don't know, because I haven't talked to him in 20 years. But say you have a really, really, really good relationship with your dad and you guys talk all the time and you get into like mm -hmm. a position where only he could get you out of, right. you, would, you wouldn't hesitate to dial him up. You right. wouldn't hesitate to make that call. So right. just think of your relationship with God in the same sense. Right. Like God wants you, God wants to help you. He's just wanting you to make the first step. Yeah. I think that's the most important because can't you can't do one without the other mm -hmm. and you can't truly build a relationship without one or the other mm -hmm. so only reason i say that is because a lot of times we talk to god and we're like i'm not hearing him but in order for you to truly hear what god is trying to say to you you have to be in your word because that's this is what he's going to say to you mm -hmm. and it's the moments where like you just went off on somebody and somebody in, the, in your head them 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 voice in your head say now you know that was wrong you need to go talk about it that's god talking to you because he's telling you you know you're not supposed to treat people like that. Mm -hmm. You know you're not supposed to do people like that. So you need to go and apologize and go to that person and fix that. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't know that unless I was in my word because yeah. my word is God's word in my head. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like when people say, like, I don't ever hear God. Like I don't hear God talking to me. This word is God. So you can't go praying and God asking for something, asking him to answer something for you. And you're not in your word mm -hmm. because you're not going to hear him. So in order for you to truly hear God and to have that faith in God is to have faith in his word. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is the this is the base of what you need to know, what you need to get to know. This is what you need to know in order for you to hear God and for you to truly like inhabit the faith that God is wanting from you. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, that's all my notes. Okay, well, let me go ahead and move on with the <laughs> All right, so my um my uh synopsis of what I was trying to talk about was deliverance is a choice. And I feel like a lot of times people are saying, like, I'm waiting for God to do this, or um, um, I'm waiting on God, or I'm not 
there yet or God, you know, just, you know what I'm saying? Like God knows my heart or just things of that sort. And I just feel like you're, you're prohibiting yourself from truly growing in the things of God. And it all starts with faith, which is why we said that what we're talking about is within each other. Mm -hmm. So my verse was Matthew 17, 14 through 20. Because of your little faith, he told them. For I truly tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, y'all, mustard seed is little, tiny. You will tell this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And I feel like a lot of times we ask God for so much, but we don't truly believe him for what he mm -hmm. is. And without that faith, like I said, you are not going to be able to move the hand of God. Yeah. If Moses didn't have faith in God, he wouldn't have been able to split that red sea. If Moses didn't have faith in God, he wouldn't have been able to lead those people. Mm -hmm. If Moses didn't have faith in God, he wouldn't be able to hit that rock and water come out. Because of his faith, God was able to move on his behalf. Because of his faith, God was able to get the glory for it. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm going to add real quick. Mm -hmm. Faith without works is dead. Yep. Like literally, you can have all the faith in the world, but, but if you're not back at work, if you're not backing it up, right? And it goes back to saying when I say you have to make sure you read this word if you want God to if you want God to move on this word, you gotta make sure you know the word. So if you're not in your book, if you're not in your Bible, if you're not spending time with God, if you're not going to go worship, praise, and have some time, some in intimacy with God, then the faith ain't working. That's literally like you saying. Oh, I'm gonna lose fifty pounds. No, literally. <laughs> and, and you sit at home. You ain't going to the gym. You in my business. You eating Whataburger? Like you? Like that's not gonna work, no. baby. That's not gonna work. God is a God of no, action. Literally. God is a God of action. Literally. He wants you to take action. He's gonna give you the instructions, and you need to be Bye. obedient. Simple. Thank simple. you. So simple. Um, but even this is what I've been dealing with lately. I just been dealing like with this place of like. So when I first started this journey, and I don't know, people don't really know this. When you first start your Christian journey, it's like honeymoon phase. Everything is so good, like God is so good. You finally experience and enjoy it. You, you, just you finally experience that peace. Stuff like, is flooding. You got this quickening of things just happening for you. But then what people don't tell you is that after you go through that phase, you go to a testing phase. So when you first started, God is holding your hand, like, come on, like like you a toddler. Because you're a toddler in the faith. So you're holding your hand, y'all walking, and y'all doing this thing. You know, you newly Christian, you read your Bible every day, you listen to your church music every day, you just say this and find in the Lord. But what they don't tell you is that some God will let you go and give you a test. You know, when when the, when the baby, when they have to teach him how to fly and they push him out the nest, Ooh, that's yeah. what God is going to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm push you out the nest and he's going to say fly. Mm -hmm. And right now, I'm in the flying period. God is testing me daily, y'all. I'm telling you, like, I've been dealing with stuff I thought that I had let go a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I find myself even crying more. And honestly, you know how it became so, how do you say, um, unavailable emotion, emotionally mm -hmm. but like lately i've been so emotional like you have probably seen me cry more now than yeah, you've seen me cry in the, in the past, past two three, years no literally three four years and i don't know if that's just him like opening it like okay jordan it's time for you to open it that's one but two it's just other doors that i just feel like i not only have i opened but god is just saying okay yeah. what are you going to do about that mm -hmm. and in order for me to truly overcome those things i have to decide to be delivered from mm -hmm. that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I have to decide to move forward from that stuff. And a lot of people are waiting on God. When God has already did all the work. He's already laid out all the rules. And he's already sent his son out here to die for you. Mm -hmm. He's already did everything that he needed to do. For you to be successful. It's up to you for you to truly walk in your deliverance. Like literally. If God don't do nothing else for me. I'm going to be just fine. fine. I will be good. I will be good. Listen. I if no one ever knows. 
Like, God don't have to be my man. I'm, I'm going to be in eternity with him chilling. Like, he don't got to do nothing. Don't bring me pain. He don't got to do nothing, I swear. I'm going to be satisfied with him. With him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, sometimes what's holding you back is your lack of self-control, which makes Ooh. fasting and praying necessary for salvation Ooh. slash deliverance. So a lot of times, people's problems are self-control. Everybody's like, oh, I can't do that. I can't stay away from sofas. I can't stay away from sex. I can't stay away from weed. I can't stay away from alcohol. But really, it's simply a choice. I remember I used to curse like a sailor. That was bad. We used to curse like sailors, but it took us deciding like, I'm done doing that. I'm done cursing. I'm done living myself. I'm saying, I was going to get lit. Listen, I went to college, got lit, but it took me deciding like, Jordan, you're not doing it. Mm -hmm. Y'all, I don't even buy liquor. Like, I don't do any, like any of that stuff anymore, but it's because of a decision. Mm -hmm. And it's a decision that you have to make. Can't nobody else make it for you. Mm -hmm. God can't make it for you. No family can make it for you. God gives you free will so that everything that you do, you do it for him. Mm -hmm. And one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. If you don't, if you're not walking in each one of those fruits of the spirit, Mm -hmm. that's something that you need to work on. Mm -hmm. Because that's, that really shows the world. I'm living for God. If you're not exhibiting each one of them, and that's how, and that's how people will know you. People know you by your fruits. So when people say like, know them by their fruits, when the Bible says know them by their fruits, it's talking about that self control. Mm-hmm. It's talking about that that the slow to anger, that kindness, that love. Like it's talking about all that stuff that people are gonna look at you for. Mm-hmm. And if you're not exhibiting that, or if you're not showing them that, then they're gonna take that like, oh, he don't he don't got that relationship for real. Yeah. He not walking that for real. He yeah. not doing that lifestyle for real. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to make sure that you are mastering those things. And self-control is probably one of the most basics of all of them that you need to make sure you get done. And I sit in here fasting and praying. Sometimes it's the only way that those things can be uh, received or achieved. Yeah. You got soul ties. Listen, you need to fast pass. and pray. Listen. <laughs> if you got an addiction to weed, pornography, uh, You have alcohol, an addiction, period. Fasting and praying. Fasting and praying. An addiction to food. Fasting, fasting and praying. And praying. If you have anything that you you lack self-control in, fasting is what you do that for. Mm-hmm. You fast so that you can teach your body that it's not about what you want. You teach your flesh that it's not about what you desire. It's about what God wants yeah. for me. So that's why you have to take yourself through that. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to fast in a minute. No, me and you both, literally. But one of my favorite things is your flesh is in allegiance with the devil. Yep. Your flesh wants what the that's devil good. wants. Yep. It's, it's gonna, gonna always go. The devil wants. It's gonna always go against, against God. Yep. Literally, it's always gonna go against you every single time. You gotta turn on that spirit mode. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know we talk about that spirit mode <laughs> and the flesh mode. You don't want to flesh mode. You don't even spirit mode. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. <laughs> but another thing that I was talking about as far as deliverance, and my God has been dealing with me that, with dealing with me in this area too, and I could tell y'all a little more about this. Like when I fall. The shame has been more shaming mm-hmm. than it's ever been. Mm, I feel that too. I'm telling you, like, it can be something so small, and like, I myself is like, you're not worthy, and you said you was gonna be better in this session, and you said you were gonna do this, and you just, you can't ask God for nothing. That's don't the even devil. look, you don't need to do this, da, 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 da. and like, I had to tell myself, like, devil, you're not gonna stop the power inside me. And I know the devil working, that's how I know something must be coming real good. That's what I'm 
what I'm saying? I'm saying he is working I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've been talking to so many people. Man. I've been talking to so many people that have been going through the same exact thing. And that's just, that's how I know, like, God is raising up his children. Oh, yeah. Like, we literally finna shut down the enemy's camp. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm telling you, because ain't no way, I'm literally like, to that voice of God to make sure that you are holding yourself accountable. Because God gave me a revelation the other day. Mm -hmm. When you repeat, that's you holding yourself accountable. Yep. Because usually, like, I know when I first started in my journey with God and I would mess up and fall, I would literally just be in a hole for a couple days. Just like, how could I betray God like that mm -hmm. and just condemning myself but not repenting? Mm -hmm. So I'm just staying in that condemnation, in that depression, and I'm not even in right standing with God. Right. 
Right. <laughs> right. I'm not holding myself accountable. Right. I'm holding myself accountable to myself. But not the right way. But not the right way. And that's the difference between conviction and condemnation. Mm-hmm. Because you hold your within condemnation, you hold yourself accountable to where you feel bad for the things that you do. And if it pushes you farther away from God, but within conviction, it's supposed to push you closer mm-hmm. to God. It's supposed to push you to be accountable. It's supposed to push you to repent. It's supposed to push you to make sure that you're in right standing yeah. with God. And I also feel like repentance it definitely motivates you to be better because mm-hmm. the way God, the way God convicts me, <laughs> I'm not falling as much as I was before, y'all. But when I do fall and I repent and um, I just come back to God. He just always reassures me mm-hmm. of who I am and my identity. But I wouldn't know, like, he would be talking to me if I didn't read my Bible. Yep. Because <laughs> your identity is in the book, babe. Yep. Yep. It's in the book. It's in the book. So God will Yeah, like, God is not going to speak to you out of, out of your book. He's not going like, to speak to you while you hide and hide in the club. I heard somebody say that. Like, oh, my God. If I smoke, I just... I can't hear God. You're I'm hearing like, the devil. No, correct, <laughs> because the Bible says to be of a sober mind. So I don't know what God you're hearing, but you ain't hearing my God. Gotta be Buddha. Something. Lord Jesus. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, but I think that's pretty much all my notes as far as my end of the spectrum. Perfect. Yeah, this was such a good podcast. It was a good podcast. It was a good jump start back in. I really hope that everything that we said you can utilize into your everyday life. Y'all remember, pick up that cross daily. It ain't always easy and temptation comes. The Bible says when when <clears throat> I desire to be good, evil is always present. Mm-hmm. So you always want to get tugged at. The flesh is always going to be tugging at you. But make sure you keep pressing forward and mm-hmm. pushing against it, y'all. Getting your word. Let's Please get in that book, I swear. You got some praise because praise fills the adversary. Mm -hmm. Praise makes the enemy stop. So give God some praise whenever you feel like life is just beating you up. And just keep pressing forward. And we pray that y'all have a great rest of the week. Well, we read for real since on Friday. Yes. Well, we pray that y'all have a great rest of the the week until next Friday. (laughs) um, yeah, yeah, thank y'all so much for watching. Mm-hmm. Please like, subscribe, share to all your friends. Mm-hmm. Comment, give us some feedback, or just give us things that you feel like you want us to talk about or mm-hmm. you just want to be enlightened on. We'll be more than happy to do so. Of course. So, yeah.